0: Like any law enforcement career a Montana Fish, Wildlife, and Park Game Warden, uh, that can be unpredictable. I don't know if this is just another day at the office, but <laughs> we'll we'll find out with Warden Casey Prell. Casey, good morning.
1: Good morning. How are you guys? Oh, We're doing great. Thank you there, so
0: much for joining us. You are in... Uh, well, first off, uh, how long have you been a, a Game Warden with Montana FWP, Casey?
1: Well, uh, about a year and a half. Okay. Um, I spent 26 years with the Miles City PD, and uh, when I retired, I got on with the uh, uh, Montana Fish, Wildlife, and Parks uh, station here in uh, Miles City, which was a career that I uh, went to college for, so kind of came full circle. Wow, excellent.
2: So that's uh, Region 7, right?
1: That's correct. Okay. Okay. Yep, Region Mm 7.
0: Well, the reason we have you on, we wanted you to talk about... uh, um, Probably not what you would call a typical work day. You got uh, you got a call about um, a bighorn sheep in distress. Tell us how that went down, how you got contacted, where that was, and and what happened there.
1: Yeah, so it was a pretty unique situation. Um, it was kind of towards the end of my day, and I received a call of a bighorn sheep tangled up in a uh, barbed wire fence just outside of Miles City. Um, I was about 45 to 50 minutes out, and so um, Highway Patrol Trooper Matt Cartwright uh, responded uh, for me and secured that area until I could get there. Um, Upon arrival, uh, when I got there, uh, Trooper Cartwright kind of led me up to where this sheep was tangled up. And uh, he was in bad shape. Mm. He had been there. Uh, we figured pretty much most of the day from oh, speaking boy. with the reporting party.
0: Ah. Wow! Now, um, you know, I, I would assume maybe maybe fatigue was a big factor here. But the uh, the bighorn sheep, not knowing that you're trying to rescue it, uh, was probably not necessarily uh, happy to see you, or ah. did it was just too tired to care? <laughs>
1: Well, yeah, you know, typically um, he would probably be on the fight about the time he saw you working up that hill. But um, it was a horrible conditions that day, you know. Obviously, we were in the, that epic drought all summer, and right. this was this day was uh, probably close to 90 degrees oh, that boy. day. So he, he had no play in him at all. He was totally exhausted. When I walked up on him, I thought, really, he was probably going to be dead the next probably 30 minutes or so. So he was probably um, really,
2: really dehydrated, huh, Casey?
1: Completely dehydrated, totally exhausted, uh, just totally spent, he had nothing left at all. So I ran back to my truck, and I grabbed some pliers, um, came back up, got up on the uh, uphill side of him. Uh, you just don't know how much they still have in them, and of course... Yeah. Much of that adrenaline kicked in, and and uh, it was kind of a 50-50 deal, uh, kind of a roll of the dice whether you know we have to dispatch this animal or, or uh, uh, you know, try to recover him. And that was the call that I made. And you know, I cut the fence and ran uphill, got behind a tree, because when I hit that wire, you know, he rolled out pretty quick and uh, just kind of laid on the ground. Uh, mm. There was nothing to him and I wanted to get him up you know kind of into a bedding position so I I eased back down towards him um had a long stick kind of prodded him a little bit and there was nothing there to him and so I got in behind him got a handful of uh, uh hide and one horn and got him rolled up onto his chest and then back away really quick yeah and uh, worked back about a hundred yards. Went ahead, and cleared the trooper and the reporting party, and I just stayed there and observed him yeah, until dark.
0: Yeah, that's. Uh, and
1: uh, figured he had about a fifty-fifty chance. And so after dark, I worked my way back to the truck and got back in there first. First thing in the morning, right at first light, mm-hmm. hoping that you know he would be up and out of there. Yeah. And that wasn't the case. He was in the same position. And so I knew I had to get him to water somewhere. And I knew there was water down across the highway, back up in some other sections. And so just started working towards him. And he was able to get up on his own. And uh, he just kind of looked at me for a while, and I didn't push it. And pretty soon he just started working down this hill Hey, got him across the pond.
2: We're talking sorry, with the uh, no, that's okay. Uh, talking with Game Warden Casey Prell uh, from Region Seven. Uh, so, Casey, this is downrigger. Uh, were were you were you able to get water to him before he got up or anything, or, or was this you were just going to try to uh, lead a bighorn sheep to water, as <laughs> as they say?
1: Well, yeah. So I cut the wire um, behind him, hoping mm-hmm. that he would get up that night after I left. And there was a section to the south of him that I was hoping he would get up in the night and work towards um, to water. He, was, he had a lot of scarring, you know, a lot of uh, lacerations to his uh, lower hawk area and his uh, Achilles area. And so I, I just wasn't sure if he was going to be able to get up.
0: Uh, were you, uh, or did you, or were you, Casey, able, uh, did you did you tag the sheep just so you could kind of track its progress, see how it's doing, or do you know anything about that right now?
1: No, I don't know anything about it. Um, uh, we do have um, a regional supervisor and a couple other wardens. They hike that area, um, you know, especially during the summer, um, quite often just to work out, and uh, nobody came across him. Um, You know, that that second day when I came back and he was still there, I was able to get him across up into a canyon area and cut a fence where he went in to this other section, hoping, you know, he would just work down there. was a lot of good, north-facing timber, uh, no cattle. I knew there was water there. And then the third day I went back and uh, he had, worked his way into a section that had a secondary fence that I wasn't aware of. And so I cut that wire as well and uh, tried to get him hazed there. And he bypassed the first section of fence I cut. So I went around about 100 yards in front of him, cut about 20 foot of fence, swung it back, cut some brows, and just made a makeshift gate.
2: Oh, man. Oh, okay. And
1: swung it (laughs) back around and got him. Got him finally hazed down the fence I used the fence as a uh, you know a guide and he followed that fence down and he, he hit that gate area and then he, he, he got into there. And then he stood, you know, uh, I could tell he either smelled um, the other sheep that had crossed and that, w- that was the other thing he had crossed, I'm sure with other sheep and mm-hmm. got hung up. but uh, he got lined out. Either smelled water or other sheep, and uh, got going at a very good clip, Oh which I was reassured at that point in yeah. time he was going to be fine. Yeah, okay.
0: yeah, that's good to know. Man, what a what a story of diligence and, and dedication, and just uh, really interesting stuff. Game warden Casey Prell with Montana Fish, Wildlife, and Parks, based out of uh, Miles City. The Ram Whisperer—you've probably been yeah. called that a hundred times by now, Casey. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't
1: know about that. We do—we do some interesting things, and uh, I'm just glad things worked out. Yes, sir.
2: Hey, Casey, just one quick question, real quick, and then we got to go. But um, if if the average Joe would happen to come onto a bighorn sheep like that, do you advise they try to do what you did, or or just always get to a, a game warden or something?
1: Yeah, if they could call us. You know, that would be the better option, um, whether it's a game warden. If one of us can't get there, maybe get a hold of a biologist or or somebody that would, uh, you know, assist on that just from from a liability standpoint. You know, once they call us, you know, we we have to take that call. And, the, yeah. and there's times we'll utilize a, a landowner or something. We'll authorize or you have the authority to right. try to take care of something. But on, on something like that, yeah, we want to take
0: care of it game warden casey prell on the montana outdoor radio show hey casey thank you so much for uh, joining us today we appreciate you
1: no thank you I, I appreciate the opportunity
0: yeah thanks for all your service
2: out there we appreciate it very much